1: On this episode of Drinks with Binks, I'm super pumped to have some laughs with comedian and sports fan Megan Gailey, host of the podcast I Love a Lifetime movie and writer for Pause with Sam J on HBO. We discuss what it's like returning to the stand-up stage, how to make jokes about the pandemic that are different from everyone else's, and the secret to crushing it in beer pong. She also helps cast athletes in Lifetime movies, which is one of the more impressive roller coasters I've been on on this show, which is saying a lot. We've got a Moscow Mule, Casino Mimosa, and we are ready to drink and bink, baby. Welcome to Drinks and Finks, I'm Julie Stewart Finks, and I'm so glad to be back drinking and binking with you and showing you just the personalities and stories of some of the most interesting people in the world. And today's guest comes from the comedy world, and I love to dip my toe into that pond. As awkward as it usually is, we have a professional here with us today who's also a massive sports fan, so it's just like when Two Become One, perfect Spice Girls song for those of you who were a fan. And this particular guest, she has been everywhere. On Conan, on The Tonight Show, Comedy Central. She hosts a podcast, I Love a Lifetime Movie, as well as a writer on Pause with Sam Jay. On HBO, none other than I'm toasting to a wonderful, funny woman in two male-dominated spheres, Megan Gailey. Thank you so much <gasps> for joining us here.
2: Oh my god, and and a Spice Girls
1: reference. That's the best <laughs> intro I've ever gotten. Cheers to everything you've accomplished so far, and thank you for thank joining you. us on the show. Um we are I've got a Moscow mule here, and what do you have?
2: Um, so I'm coming to you from a Las Vegas hotel room, which sounds like I'm at the beginning of a rock bottom, but I'm not. I'm actually here for a family vacation. Um and so I am having a casino m- mimosa. <laughs> in in a bathroom glass yeah it's, it's um yeah are you it's sure that's good. a mimosa yes yeah. well my my husband went to get it for me so who knows if who knows if someone, actually in there yeah maybe someone was trying to roofie him but i doubt it but so i i it it definitely feels like um interesting orange juice but i like it in the in my bathroom glass I love it Well, we
1: do what we can right especially on a family vacation in vegas
2: i'm just gonna show up to see my family i have not seen in over a year and a half buzzed but that's okay that's probably oh, the best wow. way to see them
1: yeah that's how they probably remembered you from before the pandemic but oh um, yeah 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 speaking of this past year of course um you know you you're in vegas now things are starting to open up again like like, where are you now with with comedy and what you're doing as opposed to I mean, obviously, we know you were like locked down, like the entire world. But what's it yeah. like now that the whole thing like things are opening up again for you?
2: It's really special. Like you even like getting heckled feels beautiful now like the things that i used to hate i've i've definitely like run into the arms of comedians i don't even like you know but just like ah, i'm so happy to see you and i've been to new york twice to do shows that it feels very back in new york like shows are inside packed really fun um la is taking a little bit longer just because you know our We have different governors, uh, two famous Mm -hmm. governors, uh, two governors that love the spotlight, if you know what I mean. Um, But so it's but it's it's coming back and it feels amazing. Like it really like we're not I don't feel fully back back. Like there's there's definitely parts of comedy that take true like muscle memory. And so some of that is gone but uh, it's a much more enjoyable process now and there's i already see people being like i'm not gonna put up with bs that i put up with last time Mm. and it's it's positive changes that are happening i think
1: okay so what what kind of stuff
2: you know we definitely had some um Predators outed in our field over the course of the last year and a half. And I think the community has taken a stand to be like, we're really not gonna, we're not gonna let that behavior go. And we're not gonna welcome those people back into all the spaces they were welcomed in. And I think being offered that many months gave people perspective and we're like you know in a lot of ways we weren't being treated with just the baseline of comfort and respect that you get in almost every profession in the world and so it's like we just need a baseline guys and we're not going to tolerate anything that's below that
1: okay well that's a good change at least too you know everyone's like coming together like you know no no predators allowed yes right it's like really not that hard yeah like We're, no sexual harassment allowed. Um, So I always think about what it's gotta be like to be a comedian, because you've been inside this whole time, you've been doing Zoom shows, I listened to you on Katie Nolan's podcast. You got engaged before the pandemic, and correct me if I'm wrong, but your fiance is a comedian.
2: We're married now, we got married right before the pandemic. Okay,
1: so you got married, yes. Yeah,
2: we got married, so our first year of marriage was locked in our home
1: together. Oh my god! And you both—well, first of all, congratulations! And you're both Thanks. comedians.
2: <laughs> yeah. So he is very much in the sports world more than I am. Is like a sports creative, and then ha- like does stand up less than me now, but is still very much in the comedy world.
1: Okay. So what was that like? You're doing Zoom shows. You're working on material. He's I, I assume like very close in the same oh, yeah. proximity. Yeah. Um, how did you succeed asking for a friend? to will hang up and listen.
2: So I, um, oh, I he definitely could hear me talking shit about him on Zoom shows, if mm-hmm. that's what you're asking. And he, I'd come out of my office, he'd be like, "Something you want to tell me?" <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm in there like working it out, you know, in front of seven people, and he's like, "What's going on, Meg?" You're like, "It's a bit." You're like, "It's a bit." <laughs> yeah usually he's not the only person sitting in the show um but he didn't do any zoom shows either and he was like you like I truly loved them I realized maybe laughter is not something I even need I just need, I just I'm sure I do but I just need to be able to talk but He is very supportive. I like to think I'm supportive of him. He left the room so I could do this. He said he was going to a giant sneaker store. Um, And I support that, you know, he's going there and we'll never be able to afford a house. So we um, we we bend. We we fit into each other well
1: that that's similar to my my boyfriend left and he accidentally gave away my tripod that holds one of my lights so um you know it's like we have to also like you know make it work in the panty exactly Uh, exactly. i find it curious like okay so so many comedians we've all been through the pandemic but they're all you know you're writing material about the pandemic how and i know it's like a lot of personal stuff but how have you made sure that like the jokes you're writing don't like aren't similar to anyone else's about this. I talk a
2: lot about my marriage, um, I talk a lot about my sports perspective and and I just like when I first started someone gave me advice that was like only do jokes that you could do. Just you could do, and then you have mm. less overlap with people if it's something that's so specific to you, and that comes with kind of like developing your voice
1: too. I I love it. That means you know you're you're grinding, you're grinding, just like a whole lot of athletes that we want yes, to get to and talk to. I am to. an athlete. Um, yes, uh, yeah, you're yeah. an athlete. You're you're a you're a mental. <laughs> funny athlete. Um, I am mental are... Simone Biles. Yes. Thank yes. you. Yeah. That's way more difficult than what Simone Biles does. I think. <laughs> no, I think I definitely. Don't. Okay. We have a whole lot more we want to get to with comedian Megan Gailey. Guys, don't go anywhere. This is Drinks With Banks. Hey, everybody. I am Rachel Bonetta. I'm on FS1's Fox FoxBet Live, and I just had drinks with Banks. Cheers. welcome back to drinks and things i'm jsb joined by comedian megan gailey we're sipping on a bunch of different random drinks here on the the show i'm cranking through this casino mimosa if i'm being honest too i'm like well that's what you should be doing that's That's one of the many things you should be cranking through in (laughs) Vegas. Including, I know that you are friends. I know this because I stalked you and then I texted her. But friends with friend of the show, Rachel Bonetta. Yes! And um, I saw that you guys on Twitter were at Dave & Buster's. And you are a beer pong champion. Gotta ask because I just finished a work assignment where I had to play wine pong. I'm still recovering from that. But... Uh, tell me I sucked at it. I don't, I've never been able to get the yips. How do you do it? Girl, you
2: just gotta go to a Big Ten school.
1: That's the, that is, those are the
2: training grounds, you know? Like, some schools create diplomats. Some schools create doctors. Purdue creates beer pong champions. Because we're the cradle of quarterbacks. So it's like, I am, I am channeling Drew Brees. I am channeling Kyle Orton when I'm,
1: all right, so you have you have a lot of motivation.
2: The Dave and Buster's game was easier too.
1: I like I think they set it up for you to be successful. Well, I wish that was the case because I went to <laughs> what would be a big, t- not a Big Ten school, but definitely a party school, as David yeah. Letterman says. Queens University was like top five party schools okay Um, that is like just for a reference for like 1997 and but i just couldn't i was just i was like i didn't have the arc anyway uh I, i i understand that now that just gotta think about the champions so you are um a fan of many different sports teams we saw uh, what 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 team, what sport are you, like, dialed into right now? Ooh, so I'm watching the NBA playoffs, and my
2: beloved Pacers are not in it. And then the Lakers are my husband's team, and I'm a huge LeBron fan. So now I'm just kind of, like, I want every series to go seven. Like, I'm sad about the Suns sweep because, I mean— Obviously, Sons and Four Man is a cultural icon now. But I just want everything to go long. I want mm-hmm. everyone to have a good time. Like, I turn into, like, a true mom of being like, I hope everyone stays healthy and plays their best. And I just want to see, like, their the, the, the theatrics of it. Um, I'm definitely yes. all in on the Dodgers right now. Would love to see them defend nice. the title. And tennis is in its full swing oh man yeah i love wimbledon wimbledon is probably wimbledon in the u.s open so like the back half of the summer is major oh god it's just beautiful for a tennis fan i'm not i've turned on djokovic
1: hard so i am not celebrating was gonna gonna ask because a french open win australian open win um he's one grand slam away from tying Nadal and Federer probably having one of the most underrated top of the sport athletes. Yes. I was,
2: I was saying to my husband last night, it's like, you know, I'm a Federer fan. My grandmother, rest in peace. She was a Rafa fan, loved him. And I used to love Djokovic. Like it was like, oh, he's funny. You know, when that gets out about athletes and you're like, okay. And he did seem funny. I mean, he's obviously like so beloved in his home country. And then the last two years, he's just been on the wrong side of every single debate and every single Mm. decision I've been. And like oh maybe you are a cartoon villain actually because yeah, you like okay. he just is so difficult to I don't when he hit that woman with the ball I do not think that was intentional so I'm not even chalking that one up but I I've, I've turned on him hard and I I do think he does not get the credit he does he deserves as one of the goats because we just talk about Federer so much as Federer. And and Nadal less so because his dominance is on clay. But mm. you look at Djokovic, and I know it I think nine of his Grand Slam wins have come at the Australian, which is considered like fourth out of the majors. And so I think that's maybe what hurts him a little bit. But to be able to win on hardcore grass and clay in one calendar year, that is crazy
1: impressive. Yeah, he's halfway to yeah, doing the whole yeah. Grand Slam. It, yeah, yeah, I, but I understand. You know, he's the villain. Uh, it just takes one thing. One ball hit at a woman. Boom. You're the literal Joker. Okay, well, I want to go back. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say we'll it, do was, deep, it was... We'll do a deep, it with on Djokovic <laughs> another time. Okay, okay. Whatever, you're like,
2: no one football. is here
1: for tennis. No one is here for yeah, tennis. Yeah, no literally no one's, no one's here uh, for anything. Um, okay, except for basketball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But How do you feel about... LA's team now being the Clippers, being Clipper Nation Los Angeles.
2: Um it, it it it's so I went to my husband and I went to game five of the last series, Clippers, um, and there were more Kobe jerseys there than any Clippers jerseys. Yeah. More, more LeBron jerseys than Kawhi jerseys. I mean, in L.A., it's so obviously Lakers Mm -hmm. that I think it's for the best that the Clippers are getting their own stadium because it seems strange even being in Staples watching them play. And, you know, they have to cover up the banners like it's just a very it's Lakers Dodgers L.A. Like that's what they care about. And I feel bad for the Clippers because of that, but I'm like, once they get their own stadium, I think it'll be better for them. They just need their own house. They need their own house.
1: They, yeah, it's like two people breaking up, and like one person still lives in the house, but like they're not paying. They're not really paying rent. They kind of right suck. And Uh, (laughs) I don't know, it's bad enough. But I (laughs) love
2: them. I'm I'm the last person on. Earth that likes Paul George. So I do okay. like, feel yeah, for them. I feel for well, them. Well,
1: I don't, yeah, I don't like them right now I'm a Toronto Raptors fan and Kawhi okay. can go, yeah, okay. off because he left <laughs> us, but he won us a championship. So, whatever. Speaking yeah. of Hollywood and LA, we on the other side of the break have a casting call to do with Megan Gailey and she's going to help us figure out what shows and characters athletes are part of. That was a tease, and we'll be back on Drinks with Banks. Don't go anywhere.
2: Hi, I'm Darius Leonard, and
1: I had drinks with Banks. Welcome back into Drinks with Banks. I'm JSB, joined by comedian Megan Gailey, and she's also a big sports fan, so we thought we would base off the fact of her podcast, I Love a Lifetime Movie, and cast uh athletes in these lifetime movies because that's what we do here on the show is really weird stupid games (laughs) so i'm going to give you a couple athletes based on your sports fandom of what you told us was a mixture of indianapolis and la and so then you just tell me what kind of character you think they'd be in a lifetime movie okay you got it this is
2: this is a venn
1: diagram of
2: my dreams
1: Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Let's begin with former quarterback, Andrew Luck. What kind of character would he be in a lifetime movie? Okay
2: even the former it it still like hurts me you know I'm the wife that got left I'm like still not over it I'm okay so Lifetime movies they open hot like you you know what the conflict is like in the first 30 seconds so I'm imagining he is laying on a table and he has like those electrodes like put on his um, head and they're doing all sorts of crazy experiments to him and he's trying to scream being like no 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 and then he wakes up and it was a dream but it's foreshadowing for his body has been sold and is being used for science while he's still alive
1: oh my god did you just create like a whole movie for Andrew Luck right now (laughs) yes I think that we just found Andrew Luck's next Roger. Wow. That was deep, dark, early. <laughs> I, but I think he could, I, I would love to see him act. I think
2: it would be really, he's studious. Well, he, he has acted. acted in parks and rec. That's right. That's right. So, so I good. Mean, he's got an IMDB. He's
1: ready to go. Ready to go. Okay. Someone else who's been acting and is a part of a different type of movie, but LeBron. What kind of character would LeBron James be in a Lifetime movie? I would love to see
2: LeBron play a villain and be like a, the. A lot of times, if neighbor is in the title, the neighbor is insane, you know? So we're gonna do him, we're gonna have him be like the cool neighbor. And you're like, oh my God, this like tall, awesome basketball player is my neighbor. But what he's really doing is like going through your trash, stealing your identity, and then like using that information to like. <laughs> commit crimes because he can't commit crimes as LeBron James but he he like takes on the neighbor's identity to commit crimes
1: can't wow. you see him like poking his head out of a window like that I would love totally. that I would and love that going through your old like medicine cabinet yes. stuff wow that's very specific I love the specifics of these characters okay <laughs> let's get into um Reggie Miller let's go back to Indy okay so Reggie is
2: a, it's a cyclist is like like, like Tour de France level cyclist now. So I think he is something like a Batman, um, like someone who helps, like, the, you know, the police. We can't rely on them to solve any crimes. And so Reggie is, like, on his bike racing and getting to crimes faster than the police and able to, like, tackle people. And then, and then when he solves a crime, he lifts up his shirt and shows his sunshine belly button tattoo and then you're like oh that's his batman
1: signal you know the belly button tattoo (laughs) wow what a wild ride okay i love i I love the idea of him just like on a bicycle beating the cops to everything yes Yes. um okay final one um logan paul what kind of character would he be in a lifetime movie he would be like a meth dealer
2: um he would be like he is like someone you you okay yes you see like a sweet girl and you're like she is on the right path she is going to school and then you know she's like made a tragic error when you see her dating this man and that is logan paul and you're like no it's very mother may i sleep with danger but it's like mother may i sleep with a
1: youtube star which is worse than danger this is like so this is a documentary is what you're saying um, I. It's like real life, basically. Yeah, I guess
2: maybe it could even be like a mockumentary because, like, I can't trust him to be acting. So you're just like, be you. And then everyone else is acting around him. Mm, and you okay. tell him to even get him to set, you're like, it's a music video, but it's not. It's like a film <laughs> that he's
1: the villain in i love it oh my god megan you it's no wonder you're a comedian but also a writer and now you have just and also hosting lifetime podcast i love a lifetime movie uh i think that you have a whole bunch of premises for some very interesting movies starring athletes in various roles thank you so much for doing this and guys we have a whole lot more to get to on the other side with megan gailey don't go anywhere Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels, also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. And guys, we've had an awesome time drinking and binking with comedian Megan Gailey. And Megan, where can we find all of your awesome work next?
2: Um, I'm on Twitter at Megan Gailey. Instagram better Megan Gailey. There was a Megan Gailey, obviously had to send her a message. Um, And then the podcast is called I Love a Lifetime Movie. And the show that I wrote for is out on HBO right now. It's called Pause with Sam J." It comes out Fridays at 9pm. And go Colts
1: and go Pacers coaching search that's what that's really what i need to yeah. go well right now <laughs> Yep. Yeah, you know you gotta it's small victories here and we know that friend of the show Jamel hill tweeted about pause with sam yes J. So, yes um that's how you know it's good and also that it was help written by i don't know if you're on which side of me when this is on I'm tv a- There's an
2: amazing for sports fans. There's an amazing interview she does with Ricky Williams. People are saying it's like one of the most incredible interviews they've ever seen. Ricky like really gets into who he is. And it was uh, as a sports fan, it was like a dream come
1: true to even just watch that okay that is so great to hear thank you so much megan for joining us and guys if you want to see any of our content, you know many of the thousands of interviews we've done by the way we won a gold telly let's talk about that again i already mentioned that a couple episodes ago it's been a while we were off for a couple weeks with comfortable okay you can follow us at fubo sports on youtube that's where all of our amazing content is and until next time bottoms up bitches